everyone, and welcome to episode 10 of the Guns and Yoga podcast. My name is Wendy Hummel, and this week I will speak with Brady Pilster. He's the director of sales for Cortico. Cortico is the world leader in wellness technology for high-stress professions. Cortico's mobile wellness apps provide public safety professionals and their family members with on-demand access to relevant, trusted, and effective resources. Cortico serves hundreds of organizations with a range of self-assessments, as well as continuously updated videos and guides on more than 60 behavioral health topics. As part of my agency's wellness initiative, we recently launched the Cortico app, and I believe it's such a valuable resource and tool for our agency members, their families, and retirees. I'm really excited to share this resource with everyone today. Welcome to the show, Brady. Hey, thanks, Wendy. Appreciate you inviting me on. Yeah, no, I'm excited to have our listeners hear all about the Cortico app because, um, you know, for years now, we've been trying to get it launched and it, it finally happened a few months ago. Uh, we're excited. Um, you know, we, we're fortunate to hear a lot of great stories from agencies that have launched it and, and seeing their wellness program, you know, evolve. So that's really, really neat for us to hear, you know, those stories. Yeah. Uh, and why don't we just start from the beginning? Because <clears throat> Excuse me. Before we got started, I was I was going through some things with you about Cortico. If you could tell everyone how Cortico started and how you yourself came to be a part of Cortico, because unlike a lot of the people that I typically have on on my podcast, you are not a first responder yourself. So if you could just kind of go into how you got hooked up with Cortico and and why you have such a passion to work with this population. Yes, love to do that. So Cortico was founded by Dr. David Black. Um, there is based out of Sacramento, California. And I have been in the public safety industry for over 24 plus years. And I kept on hearing the struggles that first responders were having um, with just with suicide, depression, um, trying to navigate through their EAP, it was broken. And I was down at a conference at Miami-Dade Police Chiefs Conference, and I just kind of was, was talking with the command staff level um, personnel that I was friends with, and he was kind of walking me through the process. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cumbersome, you know, for an officer that's struggling to get, to get help. So as my flight back um, from uh, Miami to Salt Lake, I was like, I need to make a difference. You know, I need to do something that's going to make it easier for first responders to get help they need and and to kind of address the barriers of why it's it's a struggle to get the resources. So I reached out to Dr. Black. Um, he didn't know me. I didn't know him, but I had read a little bit about what, you know, they were doing there in Northern California for different agencies, and I was really impressed. And so, you know, after a few conversations, I said, hey, I'm going to come out um, to visit with you and I'm going to take you to a police chief that really understands kind of technology, but understands the barriers well with uh, officer wellness and, and with first responders. And so that's what we did. And we met with uh, Chief John Carley, Vacaville Police Chief. Uh, he just actually retired uh, this last week. Um, and, and so we started collaborating and saying, okay, what are the barriers? What are the struggles? Why aren't they using the resources they currently have? 
And that kind of kick-started the whole process. And we really, really dived into, you know, understanding why a first responder wouldn't use those resources. And I've, I've worked with different companies in the technology of public safety, and they build a great product or a great solution, but it doesn't speak cop, fireman, or first responder. And so it, it's, it's challenging for that first responder to use that. And so we really wanted to make sure that it would be easy and it would address the barriers and so they would trust it and use it. So, of course, confidentiality was, you know, the big thing that we were really, really focusing on. So that's how kind of myself and Dr. Black, you know, came together was saying we really want to make a difference. And, you know, with Chief Carly's help and other help to, to really, you know, launch it. So spent quite a bit of time on, you know, really on the back end of how is this going to work and, and making sure that the flow of the app would work for everybody and, you know, all of public safety. Wow, that's pretty amazing. So <clears throat> this all started because you had a conversation with a police chief and you were just responding to a need, to a gap is what it sounds like. Absolutely. You know, a lot of, you know, a lot of my friends are, you know, first responders in public safety. And it just kind of stuck with me that uh, with all of my relationships, you know, around the country that I have that I just, you know, I wanted to make a difference. And, and that's really how the whole thing got started was just my passion to help our first responders. That's great. I, I love to hear that. And re I really appreciate the backstory. So you mentioned Dr. Black. If you could kind of fill the listeners in for those who don't know who he is, um, his name is obviously um, affiliated with the Cortico app, but how did you know Dr. Black and know to call him and, and what's his field of expertise? Yeah, so did a little research on him and, and the company you know, on the website and, and saw that he was involved with um, national sheriffs, their psychological you know, board there. Um, he'd written white papers for ICP and just knew, you know, reading a little bit about him that his passion for first responders, public safety, and that's kind of who I wanted to partner up with. It was somebody that had the same passion I did to, to help our, you know, first responders. So the two of you get together, you have this, this discussion and you're meeting with this chief and so then what happens next? So, so it sounds like the magic is happening yeah. Um, yeah. in this, in this meeting. And then, and then how do you move forward and how does Cortico launch this, this app? Yeah. So um, we leave that meeting. He drops me back off at the airport. We look at each other and go, okay, how are we going to get this done? We know, we know based on the feedback of what we need to do, but mm -hmm. you know, how are we going to do this? And um, you know, that. I admire a lot of companies that take something from nothing to do it because it is not easy. There is a lot of hard work. There's a lot of challenges finding the right people with the right skill sets to take something to nothing and, and to, you know, take it to market to where it will really work. So there's a, a lot that goes into it. So it was a good, you know, eight month to a year process of really working out the kinks of what's going to work and what's not going to work. I can imagine. And, and when did this conversation take place? So how long ago are we talking? It was talking? in 2017. Yeah, 2017. So really not that long ago. No, no, it's, it, it's been, you know, working day and night really of, of putting things together and, and, um, 
you know, um, just, yeah, working out all the bugs to make sure that it's flowing. Of course, the, the amazing feedback, you know, from all the people that we were working with of, again, what's going to work, what's not. Because that was really important to me to make sure, you know, that it was easy to use, confidential. Um, you know, another thing that really stuck with me based on the information I had is is getting that resource to the spouse, the significant other, the retiree, you know, their teammates in the home. And if they don't have any resource to get help, how are they going to help? They're just going to see the compressing down, the self-medicating. Um, and that's, that's just not good for the home life. And so I really want to make sure that these resources could be in their hands as well. Yeah, and that's that's such a good point because um, I feel like um, we don't do a very good job of remembering that sometimes. And when I say we, I mean the agencies themselves. It's like we have to figure out a way to make sure that we include the family members, the spouses, and even the retirees in all of the things that we're doing when it comes to wellness. So I applaud you guys for that. Uh, why, why don't we take a step back, if you don't mind? I know about the app just because our agency launched it, and I'm a huge fan and supporter, and I'm really excited to to see how this progresses with my agency. But if you could tell everybody who may be listening, and this is the first time they've ever heard of the Cortigo app, what is it, and why should an agency get it? And if you've got it on your phone, what what can you do with it? Yeah, well, great question. So I like to use it really the terminology is a platform. So it's a platform that's in an app that's on your, your phone. So if, you know, we call the cortical core technology and that it has the wellness toolkit. So, you know, information like Dr. Gottman and parenting tips for law enforcement, stress, moral injury, all of those resources are built in there. And it has the self-assessment. So there's 14 self-assessments that are in there that are key for somebody in the comfort of their own home or a safe space to take this test and get the feedback based on their answers to know where they stand. Nobody's telling them they're stressed out or they drink too much. They really know where they stand. And that's where change starts to happen. That's where they go, okay, I need to make a change because I'm not at the place where I need to be. So you have that. Then you have the get help now section. So these are numbers that any time of day that they can reach out and call somebody. So, you know, command staff's not mind readers. They don't know when everybody's struggling, but if they don't have the resources, the, you know, the public safety individual to reach out, where are they gonna go? And so that Get Help Now allows them to reach out, to be able to talk to somebody and, and get the help that they need. And so there's numerous resources in the Get Help Now that they can use, you know, that's there. And then the, the great thing is, is think of, like the local resources that you have, the peer support, the chaplain, you know, there's a therapist finder in there. So all the agency therapists that are, are vetted for first responders that know how to deal with them, they're in there because the biggest thing is, is when you're stressed out, you're not going to do all the legwork to find, is this a good therapist? Is this not, you know, we have so many first responders going to therapists that really aren't trained to deal with them. And then they never go back. And that's, that's something that we have to change. We have to make sure that they're going to, you know, a culturally competent therapist that understands what the first responders are going with so they can build that trust and relationship to get them the help they need to work through their struggles. So it's a platform 
that has everything locally, regionally, even statewide in there with our core technology. Um, one of the other things that's a really, really big benefit and a lot of people in the first responder community know is Dr. Kevin Gilmartin. And we have exclusive rights for his videos and, and you know, we have content, you know, of his book in there. Um, but the key is, is that just a push of a button, you can hear um, Dr. Gilmartin share, you know, his knowledge. And, and I've had so many people reach out to me and say, man, I feel like he's speaking to me, you know, exactly what I'm going through. And so he's just an amazing person. And if you've had an opportunity to see him speak in person, you know, you know what I'm talking about. He's just very engaging and, and he really can help, you know, with, with his knowledge and, and, and what he's, you know, basically teaching in the videos and in his book. So in a nutshell, that's kind of what we have. Yeah, I appreciate that because there really is so much. I mean, you've already, you've, you've listed off a whole bunch of things, but really um, I, I think people need to understand the, the depth that this app has because um, one of the things, like I, I'm constantly still looking at it and finding new things and you can really go down the rabbit hole, for instance, like especially in that, that the, the, the preloaded content that you guys have is very, you know, it's, it's excellent. And it really, I know you've told me this before when we talked, but it, it can not necessarily, not necessarily replace an in-service training, but it can definitely supplement. And, and what I really like about it, as I roll this out and talk to different people and groups of law enforcement and corrections uh, and civilians in our agency, is I encourage people not just to look at the app and share it with their family, but supervisors. Um, when they're in squad or they're meeting with people, why not bring up the app and pick a topic once a week and go through that with everyone and, and kind of walk through so that they know what's on the app if they haven't necessarily looked in a particular area. Um, and just it's a good forum for discussion, too, because, you know, we're trying to change culture here. We, we know that this isn't something that we're, we're typically used to doing is talking about burnout and taking self-assessment tools for anger management or alcoholism. So it's just such a good way to kind of bridge that gap and that barrier for, for people to kind of overcome that stigma. Absolutely. And you bring up a couple things when you talk about training. How many times you go to a great training and, you know, six months to a year, you're like, what was, what was some of the topics of that training? That's a great thing is because you can put in the app all the information about that training that they can lean back to and go into and say, okay, these were the topics. These were the five bullet points that I really need to, to use in, you know, my daily use at work. So I think that's, I think that's a key, you know, thing that, that everybody could use to, to have that. And then we've had a lot of peer support teams go into the wellness toolkit. Maybe they're working with somebody that's struggling and they're like, gosh, I don't know if I know exactly how to respond to that go back into the wellness toolkit, read up on that, and then go back to the struggling, you know, first responder and, and start working with them. So there's numerous ways of the wellness toolkit, the self-assessments, you know, all those resources for be able to get help. We, we even have, you know, sections in there for sleep, mindfulness, um, helpful apps. We really want to make it so easy. It's push of a button that you just, it's just that it's just easy and, and it, and it helps people get the resources that they need. 
Yes. And there's, you've already mentioned this, but one of, I, I would have to say one of my, my favorite, and I, I really shouldn't say that because there's so many things I like about the app, but one of the things that you mentioned already is the therapist vetting area. Um, this isn't something that has gone live at our agency yet because we're still in the process, but it, it's really important, I think, for people who are listening to understand just how significant that is because that is a barrier is finding the right therapists or culturally competent therapists. And fortunately, at our agency, we're a little bit unique. Um, and we have been told this by others that we really do have a great EAP. We've got uh, a few therapists that are culturally competent that attend our peer support training that train alongside of us. So, so that's unique. But as we know, when we're talking about EAPs, you have a limited amount of visits. And so in working con in conjunction with them, working on that list of culturally competent therapists is huge because we do the legwork is essentially yes. what's happening. Our, our group of, of people on our team that are working and, and just to give people an example of what that means. And I know this is something that we're working on on the national front too. I know Sherry Martin with the with the FOP, the wellness coordinators working on this too, but here in Kansas, it's a priority for us because we need to make sure that when we have a person listed on our site or on the app, that they want to work for, with first responders for the right reasons, that they're, um, they're open to certain things. And an example is, is that they're okay with somebody coming in in uniform with a gun because some therapists may not may not want that to be the case. Site visits with the therapist, going to their office and seeing what it's like, and, and then inviting them to do a training about the culture of first responders and encouraging them to, to do ride-alongs or go to squads and interact with, with the people that they're, they'll be serving. Because I have heard um, numerous times, too many, unfortunately, of situations where it wasn't a right, the right fit. And But you know, I also tell people too, you know, trying to find the right therapist is kind of like dating. Sometimes you do have to try more than one. But we, when we when we talk about vetting, we really try to eliminate that legwork so that we can streamline the process because we know how hard it is for, for first responders to reach out in the first place. Absolutely. And I think that's why it's so important, you know, in our therapist finder that it really talks about, you know, the profile. So there's the picture, there's the specialties, there's if there's co-payment, insurance, how far they are away, do they do in-person and teletherapy? Because think of some of these agencies, they're in rural areas, so they don't have the best, you know, therapist available in their area. So teletherapy is really the only option. But when they can go through all the profiles and look at those specialties, it's going to make it a little easier for them to say, that's the right therapist for me. Absolutely. So you have shared with me before, and so have some of the other people who work for Cortico, um, some success stories. So would you mind just, just telling the listeners some of the success stories that you've shared with me in the past? Because I think that's really important for people to know how beneficial this app is. Yeah, you know, without going into, you know, the agencies there, but, you know, one of them that, that stands out is, uh, I think he's a 15-year uh, detective, and um, he had gone through an officer-involved shooting, and they were in the room with, I think, over 100 um, personnel, and they were going through kind of on the big screen of the therapists that were going to be in the app. Uh, 
and one of the therapists that came across um you know the room there um basically that that detective stood up in front of everybody and said i use that therapist that therapist has really helped me through you know some tough times and the chief was floored um that that happened you know that that culture is shifting where somebody feels comfortable enough to say that that therapist has got me through and i would recommend that therapist you know so that was that was a cool story um on the on the fire side um the the fire chief and and the union president kind of never really met eye to eye on a lot of things but when the app got rolled out to you know the department the union president to all the new recruits would walk them through step by step the app and how to use it and you know so there'd be all this group and basically thank the fire chief for getting it funded and making it a priority for the department so it kind of brought the union president and the fire chief together like they were on the same path with bringing wellness to that department and making sure you know um that the new recruits and everybody new hires were were all using the app um you know there's been a couple where we've had agencies that said we can personally tell you that this has saved a life um mm. you know and That's their, their conversations that they've had with those individuals um you know and we were just fortunate enough to you know hear you know some of that feedback that um that it that it provided the resources where somebody didn't go so far down a rabbit hole to say okay i can get help you know still knowing that nobody's going to know and they reached out to the you know to the resources that they felt comfortable with um to reach out um so yeah we've just heard a lot of really cool stories best part of my job is interacting with agencies sharing those type of success stories um seeing the culture shift you know the the saying it's okay not to be okay and having that you know in the agency and and people feeling you know safe you know i think everybody can attest the new hires they need resources in their hands they need to know how to navigate their careers and we're seeing every agency that's rolling the cortico app out giving it to all the new hires and for recruiting and retention you know they need the resources to navigate their career to be successful i i think you hit the nail on the head when you talk about recruiting and retention and how how important and significant wellness and in particular this app can be for an agency when they're thinking about uh, whether or not to get something like this. Um, that is something that we do at our agency uh, very early on in the Recruit Academy, whether it be for our detention personnel or commission, is we have them download the app. I go in there and I explain to them how to do it and why it's so beneficial so that they can start looking at this and accessing those resources from day one. So that's that's a really, really good point that you bring up. And, and just a couple of things that you mentioned too, uh, the storytelling aspect of all of this that you that you were sharing, you know, we've had stories like that. I can attest to personally where I'll go and and talk to a group of people who five years ago would have never shared such personal things about themselves, and we're in there talking about uh, therapists and the app and wellness and people in front of all their coworkers, 
openly sharing um, how they accessed a therapist and how helpful it was and, and things like that, that you would have never heard people talk about necessarily in that in front of their coworkers. Kind of that's not what we do. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's so encouraging to have this culture shift kind of happening very slowly. And I think the great thing about the app is it's one of those resources that helps to bridge the gap. Like I said before, I mean, it's not the only thing I think an agency needs to do with wellness, but it's one of many tools that I think that can be offered because of the fact that it is anonymous. And I don't think that you can even truly put a number on how many people you're capturing and potentially helping because you're never going to know all of those stories. No, you're, you're not. And I think one of the key things too is the individuals in the agencies that are rolling this out that everybody knows their mission is just to help. Their mission is to be able to give the resources um, to whether it's reach out and talk to somebody or whatever it is, but every agency has those individuals that everybody trusts that it's that their mission is to help everybody because you know sometimes people get skeptical if it's coming from command staff. Do I have to do this? Do I have to use this resource? And if they're, you know, getting it rolled out um, by an officer wellness coordinator or somebody that, can I go back to, everybody trusts, then those resources are really going to be used because they know it's, it's you know, that's that's the key thing. And, and, you know, going back to the confidentiality, we give a generic link and a generic password. There is no personal identification at all. So that is a key thing. And then we also house it on our IT and our servers. Those were two things that we've, you know, in our discoveries that we found out that were big barriers why somebody wouldn't use any confidential resources or any wellness resources. So we address those with giving that generic link and generic password and then also have housing on our IT and our server so it wasn't on the city or county IT. Yeah, that's a really good point because, um, you know, as a group, a lot of times, especially cops, they don't really trust (laughs) very well when it comes to that stuff. So just making sure people understand that this isn't a way to track what you're doing, what you're accessing, uh, that it's completely independent of whatever agency's IT system you're, you know, you're affiliated with. So that is that is a really good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, one thing too that that I think is really great about the app, and maybe you can touch upon this, is even though it's they're they're customized and there's a lot of preloaded content that you already provide that you're constantly updating but you can also personalize the app to whatever the needs of your agency are and you can put in whatever you want essentially whoever that that contact person is so if you could kind of maybe get into some specifics on what you've seen some agencies have done and and how they've kind of put their own unique brand on on the app yeah yeah, I mean, you know, you kind of touched on that you guys have a really good EAP. So we have a section in there for EAP that will talk about a paragraph of what the EAP does. And then there's uh, the phone number and then there's a link and they click on that link. So it takes them out of the app. You know, one of the biggest things is, is that a lot of agencies have a lot of resources. And so one of our first agencies that came on board the sheriff said, Brady, I have 15 different resources in 15 different places. And so it's really tough to find all of those. So now all of those resources in that county is in the app, you know, and then if they need to go and put personal information, 
there's a link that takes them out of the app because they will never you know, be tracked in the app. So having all of the county or city resources that are important that the city or county spent money on already now can be in the app. So it really makes it easier for the user to find all of those things, um, you know, that's that's there. But, you know, when you go back to taking, um, you know, there's military support, you know, in some of those agencies where they have a lot of, you know, law enforcement officers or even firemen that are, you know, we're in military. So there's that, you know, support there. We have a lot of different additional resources. So locally, you guys, you know, there's agencies that have a lot of great resources locally. So what are those entities that that are there? Um, but everybody's unique. You have some agencies that have a really robust peer support. Some of them don't have one at all. So they can, you know, maybe a neighbor agency will share some peer support members, put them in their app. Um, you know, I know a lot of chaplains, they're very happy because now they feel like they have a portal for somebody to find them and feel safe to reach out, you know, to the chaplain. So there's some agencies that have a lot. There might be an agency that only has one, but now there's an easy access for somebody to find, you know, that chaplain that's that's there. But really, it's up to that that agency department of what they want, you know, on that local regional um, resource um, to reach out and and going back to training. I mean, there's there's a lot of training going on, and sometimes it's missed because it it goes to an email. With the app, you can push a notification out that's highlighting this is what's going on today, or you know, a week from now. There's a, a ticker down at the bottom that can be put there to keep everybody up to date, um, you know, of what's going on. And I, and I share, it doesn't all have to be about wellness. You know, it, it's kind of like this, you're putting in all this key information that's just going to help them, you know, their well-being, their job, whatever it may be, put it in the app, you know, make it very easy for everybody to find the resources that you want them to see. Yes, that's that's a good point. And you, you made me think about a conversation I had just last week with somebody about email versus um, accessing your phone. I think uh, a lot of times people don't read all the emails that they get when it comes to, I think we get overwhelmed with all the information coming in. But the one thing that everybody has is a phone, is a smartphone. Yes. And, and I mean, go ahead, go ahead. It's in the palm of their hands. They're looking at yeah. it you know, a lot during the day. Right. And so it's just another tool for easy access because something that they would miss on an email, uh, which obviously you can't get the app on the email, but I think you know where I'm headed with this. It's just, it's, it makes it really easy for people to access. And especially with, you know, the younger generation, this is kind of how they've grown up. I know my kids don't know any different and that's just kind of the way of the future and unfortunately which is something that i think we need to change we are on our phones a little bit more than when we're interacting with each other which which i do think is an issue but hopefully um, if somebody is the type of person who isn't necessarily wanting to reach out with somebody in person talk to a coworker, they at least have that information just in the privacy of their of their app Absolutely. And I can't tell you how many times, you know, a peer support lead or an officer wellness coordinator comes to me and goes, gosh, I wish everybody could see this article or this short video. You know, how how can I get this out? And so now they have the opportunity 
to just, you know, copy the link and push it out and everybody, you know, can see it. And it might not get to everybody or everybody might open it up, but there's going to be people that are and it could touch them and change their view or or just get them thinking about them being more healthy. Definitely. And if you maybe you could touch upon the push notification option, because sometimes people who download it question why they should actually allow that because it does give you an option. Yeah, I mean, it really just the push notifications just allow that easy access of of information. And I don't see a lot of agencies using it all the time, but it's important information, whether it's a great article, um, you know, a video or key information that just they can get real easy access, click on it, look at it and go, okay, I'm, I'm updated and move on in their day instead of trying to sift through 50 emails, you know, so it really just makes it easier for them just to go right to it, see what that, you know, message is about and then move on. Yeah. And it's kind of in your face. It comes up and, Hey, we think this is important. Look at this now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and again, I don't see a lot of agencies inundating with a ton of push notifications, just the important ones, um, you know, that they can, you know, that they can see. Great. So I'm going to play devil's advocate for a minute here. So, uh, there's, we've talked about this, how there's other wellness apps that are surfacing, um, since Cortico has, at least since I've been aware of Cortico, if you were talking to like the leader of an agency, a decision maker about why they need to get this app for their agency, because it is a financial investment. Tell me why an agency should get Cortico. Sell me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope that I never come across this sales. You know, when we built this, it was truly for a solution. That was our mm -hmm. whole goal is we wanted to change the culture. We wanted to be able to provide a solution that would help somebody get their resources and, you know, that they needed to help them. You know, that was the key thing. But, you know, what sets us apart is is Dr. Black's team, you know, of, of psychologists, you know, especially in the wellness toolkit, that it's up-to-date content. It's not copy and pasted. I mean, there's, you know, so the challenges that we're going through in the last year, year and a half, we're addressing that and we're putting that content and those resources so it's not something that's outdated five, ten years ago. You know, so we're really we're really doing that. We're working with the agencies to make sure that they're addressing all of their resources, you know, whether it be local, statewide, that we're making sure that they get updated, you know, is as well. Um, you know, I think our our confidentiality um, is second to none, you know, because that was such a priority um, to make sure that everybody, it was anonymous so they feel safe that this trusted resource that they're using will be able to help them and nobody knows that they're using it. So that's something that I think is really, really important. I mean, I can't say enough about Dr. Kevin Gilmartin, you know, him choosing to be in the Cortico app and saying, I want to be a part of that. He's world renowned. I mean, I get emails and phone calls all over the world about what he's doing and how they can get his information. And so having those videos where, you know, they're not out anywhere except in the Cortico app, I think is really, really key because especially those new hires, you need to know how to navigate your career. And all of those videos are 
just you know right there to push a button and then the 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 key things i mean we didn't really touch about fitness but just key fitness things that we've built in there from you know yoga to um you know injury preventions to different workouts that we built but then we know we have a lot of agencies that are really into fitness their workouts of the day and their other things and we're really you know making that important to keep everybody up to date um you know on that i i can go on and on about the things that really set us apart but i think the other key thing is our commitment to our customer we call it a white glove service we want to make sure that we're doing everything on the back end to make it easy you know so when you're sending content we're doing it we're putting all of that information on the back end so allowing them to do their job to make sure they're you know out there working with you know their personnel to keep them healthy so we have a great team on the back end that you know is really helping every step of the way to make sure the app is flowing and working properly and and for everybody to use yeah and i can attest to that because you guys are very responsive uh, when it comes to customer service so uh i do want to reiterate though what you said about dr gilmartin i meant to say this earlier uh, for those who don't know who he is, I mean, many do. I mean, he's kind of like the grandfather of emotional wellness yes. from 20 plus years ago. He was kind of the one who who really first started talking about this, uh, very ahead of his time, and, and in my opinion. And I think it's wonderful that he's, I mean, it speaks volumes that he has affiliated with Cortico because uh, his book, every, everybody knows who he is when you talk about wellness. And we just recently started, and I know other agencies have been doing this for a long time, as we buy every recruit that comes through the academy, uh, one of his books, and we discuss it. And now it makes it even easier because now we have another tool to say, hey, if you guys don't have time to read chapter one and two, check out this brief video and, and listen to it that way because not everybody likes to read these days. So it's just it's just another way to get the information out there. Absolutely. Yeah. And we are always looking at ways of pushing the envelope. You know, I, we, I call them a community. So all of our clients are this community and they're sharing different ways that they're using the app. And so we have the fortune to say, I think this will benefit all of the agencies, you know, so nobody's reinventing the wheel. So, you know, Wendy, I know that you're going to come up with some amazing things to use the app and we're going to share that with other agencies. So it just makes their job and their life easier because we're just making that that you know pathway for everybody to get the help that they need because everybody has different struggles so you have to have those other you know outlets and opportunities for their personal struggles you know to get the help you know that they need yeah well said and brady i really appreciate you taking the time to to speak with us today and share all the wonderful resources that um, are available on the app. So for someone who is curious about Cortico, can you kind of tell us or point us in the right direction of how we can maybe get to the website? Are you on any social media platforms? And how would someone reach out to you if they're interested in, in bringing Cortico to their agency? Yeah, yeah. So the website is just www cortico c-o-r-d-i-c-o.com um, you can find me brady pilster on linkedin um, there and um, yeah just 
those ways are probably the easiest. I mean, my, my direct cell is 801-390-3834 and 801-390-3834. You know, one of the things I want to leave you with is, you know, I, when talking with these agencies leaders, um, you know, we, we talk about the challenges and, you know, think about all the gear that we have to put on all of our first responders and, and it's expensive put on that gear but when we when we think about when you've got that first responder mentally struggling to do their job what does all the gear matter because they can't do their job the right way they can't do the job the way that they were trained and we've got to get to a point where the mental well-being is that number one priority because not only do we want them to do their job well and, and serve the community, but we want them to be happy people in their home. We want them to be happy when they retire. And we have to start focusing that mental wellness is the number one priority because you can't go through life compressing it down and self-medicating. It You can only do that for so long. And that's why... I have such a passion for making sure that the spouses, the significant others, retirees, everybody involved, it's, it's a team and we're all helping each other and allowing, you know, it's okay not to be okay. And let's get help so you can have a healthy career and after your career, a healthy life. You're absolutely right, because I've heard way too many times that people are going to do X, Y, and Z when they retire. And and the whole point is that you it, you don't want to wait till you retire. You want to live your best life right now. So, and, and I really believe that that's what Cortico is, is trying to do. So I appreciate you. I appreciate the company. I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Um, and that's it. I appreciate it. Well, Wendy, your pleasure. <laughs> you know, to work with and love helping and supporting you in any way I can and just appreciate you um, for your mission and your drive to help first responders and what you're doing with this podcast and what you're doing with your agency. So any way I can help, love to do it. 